What's going on, Agents for Life? Welcome to Podcast 146. Uh, I'm going to talk about routines, and I'm really excited because it's a subject that's very near and dear to my heart. But first, a quick report from the field. I had a short week, um, just didn't write nearly as much production as I would like, but it was because I took the rest of the week off and went on a little, did some family stuff. So isn't it cool that I don't have to ask a boss for permission to take time off to go do something? Now, those of you with an entrepreneurial background, you know, you're like, what? No, I've always had that. Well, I didn't. I spent 15 years in corporate America asking for permission and trying to be one of the first ones to put time in for certain dates because if other employees got theirs approved before I did, I would get declined. And... Yeah, so you think getting declined for a life insurance policy is bad? Getting declined for a vacation with your family where you really need that time off, but you just can't? That's like 10 times worse. Okay, maybe not. But I uh, I do remember those days, and I am so glad that I am here and 100% full-time. And if you're not there yet, you're you're right there. You're It's, hap- it's going to happen. You just got to, you got to, you got to work. And... You know this, but I am 100% behind you, and I want nothing more. Believe me when I tell you that the day I can come celebrate your last day at work with you is 10 times more glorious than my day was when I left my job. And I like I want to plan a whole bunch of retirement parties next year where people are leaving their jobs and coming full-time with Equus. And will you be one of them? Please. <laughs> I want to come into your area and go to show up at your work with a bunch of balloons and say, woohoo, it's your last day at work and you are now free and you can be a 100% um, agent for life. So join the forces. All right. Anyways, um, let's get into it. So here's the thing. This whole topic of routines, and there's more I'm going to do. I think I want to talk about a few things, routines and habits and well, habits, but um, productivity, time productivity and uh, structures like systems, systems, processes, automation. This is stuff that gets me excited. I know. I know you think I'm weird. Like, why would that get you excited? Well, I don't know. I, I'm just kind of weird like that. But what I have learned through reading and studying and life experience is that we only have a certain amount of willpower. When you wake up every day, you have a battery inside of you, okay? And it might be full. If you got a good night's sleep and your life is pretty good, then, you know, you got a full battery. That's good. But guess what? That battery gets used And at some point during your day, that battery is going to die. Okay, it doesn't last forever. It's a battery. And that battery is called willpower. Okay, willpower gets depleted. We have a limit. This is proven psychologically, physiologically, biologically, whatever. It's proven that our willpower gets depleted during the day. And have you ever felt that? Where you just run out of willpower. You're like, you know what? I I don't know if I can just make myself keep going today. I'm kind of done. Well, it's because your willpower is spent. And willpower, I think, is a lot mental. I think it's some physiological, like where we're, we can be physically tired. But I think it's a combination of both of those, but probably more mental than physical. I'm not sure. But nonetheless, we all have a certain amount of willpower. And the more we can outsource 
our willpower to our environment, the better off we'll be. Now, let me say that one more time. Stay with me because this is where it kind of gets crazy. The more we can outsource our willpower to our environment, the better off we will be because our environment can keep us on track. Now, hold that thought. Let me ask you this question. If you were going on a diet, would you want to stock your pantry full of donuts? I don't know if you've heard me ask this question before, but this is a great analogy. and I love this. If I'm going to go on a diet, I want to lose weight. I could go to the store and buy a bunch of donuts, put it in the pantry and say to myself, I have willpower. I can turn these donuts down all the time, right? Well, true, but why would you want to do that? Why would you not want your environment to reflect your goals, right? If I'm trying to lose weight and I'm trying to eat healthier, why would I not want to eliminate all the food or most of the food so that what's left is a small portion or moderation and make it easier for me to eat healthy? Because if I am hungry and I go to the fridge for a snack and there's an apple and there's a cookie, nine times out of 10, I'm picking the cookie. I'm <laughs> just being honest with you. I love cookies. Like I have a sweet tooth and if it's there... I'm probably going to pick, maybe I'll pick both just so that I can eliminate my guilt. And then I'll eat the apple after. I'll kind of like force feed myself. All right, I got to eat an apple because I got to be healthy. Plus, the apple helps cover up the sugar and the cookie and the fat, right? And they kind of knock each other out. Uh, so the apple comes in and, and like balances out or the cookie comes in. No, the apple comes in and balances out the cookie. I don't know. Anyways, um, that's not documented. So don't think I'm some health expert. But the, what my point is, is when your environment, okay, is not set up for you to win, your willpower is going to fail every time. You, if you're relying only on willpower, you're, you're not going to, it's not going to work. I mean, there are, you might be one of the very, 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 very few people that can muster up a constant stream of willpower and just constantly grind it out and hustle and just ultimately win, right? I think Gary Vaynerchuk may be one of these. Like there's some rare exceptions of people that whose DNA is just set up to just grind all day long and they just thrive on it and they don't seem to ever run out. But for the rest of us, guess what? Set up your environment to win. So what am I getting at? This is kind of a long introduction, but what am I getting at is the first of a series of topics that I really want to touch on. And this all has to do with under the umbrella of productivity. Some people have accused me as being a productive person. I don't see where they get it from. I am a work in progress. Trust me. I am, I am far from where I want to be, but I do follow a routine. And this is the first topic that I want to touch on is routine. If I know what I'm going to do when I wake up, I don't have to spend time making that decision making decisions all through my morning. Now you might think to yourself, what's so, what's so bad about making decisions in my morning? Well, that's a great question. I'm glad you asked. And here's the answer. It all takes willpower, maybe really small amounts, but a bunch of small amounts adds up over time. Does it not? A bunch of small amounts adds up over time. So if you're waking up and you don't have 
a plan in action that's moving you forward from the time you get out of bed, you're already starting your day spending some time in willpower land. You're spending energy in a place where you don't need to be spending your energy. Save it for dialing. Save it for running appointments. Save it for the rejection that you're going to get when you're dialing B and C leads. Save it for not quitting one more day. Save it for those moments because the more you spend on things that can be automated, the less you have left over for the things that are the most important. I think that was key what I just said. So I want you to, I mean, write that down. But if not on paper, write it down on your heart. If if you can automate something, you can spend that energy that would otherwise be spent on something not very important. You can spend that energy on something that's very important. Because the energy is going to get spent either way. It's called willpower, right? So you might as well save every bit that you have for the things that matter most. So let's start with routines. I mean, uh, yeah, a morning routine. So I just want to share mine with you. This is my ideal morning routine, okay? Now, it doesn't mean I follow it every day. I'm Like I said, I'm the one that's raising the hand the highest in the back. When we say, who's, who's got problems? Who's not perfect? Me, right? But I'm trying. And I'm just simply being authentic with you and real with you. And I'm going to share what I do or what I strive for. And it's, you know, not every day's perfect. Some are a disaster. Like some days, I'll be honest with you, I get out of bed. The only thing I do is turn off my alarm, go back to bed. <laughs> like it feels so good to go back to bed. I love, love going back to bed. But Some days I am able to resist and then other days not so much. But anyways, I digress. My point is this. Our lives are imperfect and we have to be okay with that. But if we don't have something to strive for, at least a benchmark to improve and grow and become better, then what are we? What good are we? Like we're, we're not going anywhere. So routine is important. Okay. And it's not so much important, I don't think, what you do every day, because yours is going to be different than mine. But it's important that you try to have one and that you try and follow it. Okay. More days than not, most days I follow my routine. But there are days where I just completely say to myself, you know what? I don't care. Today is a go to go back to bed day. I want one extra hour or half an extra hour. And I'm going to be okay with that today. So, I give my, myself permission to break my routine as well. But then the next day I get back on track, or at least I try. So routine, my, my, my routine is, looks like this. And you can share yours. Um, not that this, what I do is the way to go. My routine is going to be different because um, kids and, you know, what you're working with, maybe you have a job and maybe you're in a different area where the meetings are different times. But here here we go. This is what I do. And I just wanted to share it all with you, share it with you all. Um, my alarm every morning is set for 5.30. So I wake up at 5.30. And the first half an hour of my day, I spend um, studying. So I'll study from the scriptures and the Bible or other scriptures. I will, uh, I'll just read God's word. And I appreciate that because it helps me um, connect with what's most important. Now, sometimes, you know, I wake up, wash my face, use the restroom and stuff. So it's not like I wake up and I start, I'm reading for a full half an hour. I'm reading for probably 15 or 20 minutes by the time I'm sitting down, turning on my light, getting everything out, et cetera, et cetera. So I study and then at six o'clock I start a workout. Now I have a little workout room here at the house 
So, and I pray, like when I first wake up, I pray as well. So I pray and I study um, God's word and then I come out and I'll script and I'll uh, exercise and I'll exercise for a half an hour. I like exercising on a stationary bike and I use hand weights. So I kind of look funny while I exercise, but I'm working my arms and shoulders with the weights while I am biking. Stationary biking is softer on the joints and it's right around the corner from my bedroom. I don't have to drive to a gym. I'm getting a full body workout. It's cardio, it's muscular. So that's what I do for my workout. And it takes me a half an hour and I am huffing and puffing and trying to get through my half an hour. Um, and I usually watch something. Sometimes I watch a movie. Sometimes I watch educational things, uh, watch YouTube channels with uh, things that I'm learning in the insurance world or sales or motivation stuff, Tony Robbins, things like that. So that's my workout. 6.30, um, after my workout, I'll do a brief meditation. Right next to my stationary bike, there's an inversion table where I strap my legs in and flip upside down. So I'm still sweating. I'm still hot right after my workout. I don't know if this is a good idea, <laughs> but I go upside down and I cool off and I play my meditation in my ears. It's a meditation that I've recorded of myself that I wrote. Um, you can get it on makelifematter.com. I have it for free download there, but you. Um, but that's what I do. That's what I listen to. I have heard from Dr. Dispenza and others that when you do meditation, if you record your own, there's something about listening to your own voice that you can connect to. So I like it. Um, again, this is just what I do. So it's a brief meditation. I'm thinking about, you know, trying to clear my thoughts and I'm just, it's a guided meditation. I'm just listening to the voice. When I'm done with that, I go in the bedroom, I cool off a little bit. I start reading um, from some success books that I'm in the middle of. I'm always in the middle of some personal development type success, sales, something like that. Atomic Habits, um, it can be insurance books. I read, uh, check out insurance books, but I've always got books that I read next to my bed that I'm in the middle of, sometimes a couple of them. So I'll read for 15 or 20 minutes. And then at seven is when the daily coaching call starts. Now, sometimes I'm showing up a little late for it, but I always dial in. And because I'm hot and sweaty, I never show my picture. I just let it sit there and I, and I listen to it um, as I'm kind of cooling down and I'm drinking water, hydrating, you know, and, uh, and all that. And then, um, I start getting ready for my day. I get in the shower and by eight o'clock I'm downstairs. I'll be in the kitchen about five minutes to eight because it doesn't take me long to get ready. Um, actually I'll tell you, um, I have my shirts on rotation, so I don't have to spend time figuring out what shirt to wear, whichever shirt is closest to the door of the closet. I take off and I wear and when they're clean, I put them at the back of the line. So they just rotate. So that's one thing that I've done. I'm kind of OCD with some things, but I put um, anything that I can on automation so that I don't have to spend energy on it. And it really helps me. It really does. It helps me stay focused. I, I can keep my thoughts where I need them to be and I don't have to get distracted or annoyed or bothered or you know, what am I going to wear? It's like getting stressed out about things. And what shirt I'm going to wear is just a little thing, but little things add up to big things. So that's an example of, of something that I've done to just kind of keep things, keep things simple for myself. So I take the first shirt, I put it on, I put, you know, I get, anyways, I get dressed, I go downstairs, 10 minutes till, or five minutes till eight, I am eating breakfast, getting a few things. I usually get a protein drink because it's fast and healthy. And I go into my office, I sit down, and usually there's another meeting, okay? Uh, Mondays, it's the Valdez team call. On Fridays, it's the Valdez 
leadership call, and then there's a couple of other calls during the week. If I don't have a call, a Zoom call during that hour, that's an hour that I'll spend prospecting if I need. So if I don't have enough appointments, I'm dialing and texting during that time. It's 8 to 9, or sometimes, you know, 8.15 to 9 or so. That, uh, But before I start, when I first walk into my desk, that makes it sound like I run into it. I, when I first go into my office and sit down at my desk, um, the first thing I do is I get on and I check on um, my business. I do a business check. I go, go into my bank account, get all my commissions, and I log them in. I kind of look at my calendar for the day. And this takes like five minutes total, the whole thing. I go through my leads of appointments for the day, and I'll stack them in order next to my desk. These are my five or seven appointments. And if it's only three or four, I know I need to make some more calls. So I kind of get my office in order, my mojo, my flow, what I'm going to do. And then what I'll do is I'll dial first and try and schedule the rest of my day. Whatever blanks I have in that day, I'm going to try and fill those. Okay, Whatever slots I have in my calendar. I want to eliminate as much white space as I can. After that... I have, um, so whenever I filled up my slots, I still have white space. Then I'm going to finish filling the white space intentionally with something, okay? Now, this is the part I honestly, full disclosure, I'm getting better at. I'm not great at it, but this is something I'm getting better at. But I really want to get this down. So my goal is to be able to fill up every minute of the day intentionally, whether it's and I'm not going to say working from 8 a.m. till because sometimes I work all the way till 9 p.m. So that that'd be a 13-hour day. Um, but without breaks, that's insane, right? So schedule a walk or schedule a nap or schedule lunch or schedule time to read or schedule time to stretch or a second meditation or whatever can give me breaks. But I want to be able to plan my day intentionally. So I'm going to fill in any any gaps that are not filled in. I'm going to decide what goes there and plug them in. So when I start my day, all the rest of the white space is gone. My day starts at 9. Let's see, 8. Let's see, 8 to 9, 9.30. My day starts at 9.30. So my first appointment's usually at 10 if I have uh, an early appointment. Um, I like doing early appointments. It gives me a jump on the day. But from there, I go through my day. And, uh, and then at the very end of the day, I have a little wind-down routine. Now, I use something called Matter Cards, and you probably all have heard of this. Um, I'm kind of crazy for doing it, but I got the idea a long time ago from Bob Proctor about writing our goals down every day. This is what I do. At the end of the day, I have a quick check-in. It's a tag, a triumph, uh, something that, that I should have done, um, an assessment, so something I should have done better, so tag, triumph, assessment, and then gratitude, something I'm thankful for. And I'll write it down on the back of the card. I'll flip the card over. I'll grab a new card, and on the front of it, I list what my goal is for uh, that I'm trying to achieve right now, um, my, my purpose, my overall purpose, and then one the next goal, my next. And then below at the bottom, I'll put in what John Kite would call like an affirmation right? So it's just a statement, a truth that I need to believe about myself in order for me to accomplish my goal. So I write that on the front and I start my day. When I get in my office, I put that on my, on my monitor so where I can see it every day. Okay. When I'm done, I take it back up to with me. And before I go to bed, I turn it over. I tag the back with a triumph assessment and gratitude, and then start the next card for the next day. 
Okay, and I try and do this as many days in a row as I possibly can. I'm up to like 42 days right now, consecutively. I've been doing this for years and years, and it's really hard for me to get consecutive days because if I break one, I have to start over. But anyways, this is a way for me through repetition to always be writing down what my one main vision or purpose in my life And then my next, that's getting me toward that, the next goal that I'm working toward that. And then at the bottom, of course, changing my thought. And my goal is to get better at, um, because I'm not great at this yet, but reading that card every single day, several times, preferably out loud. Um, So yes, I, I do a lot of things that, well, there's a lot that I want to do better that I'm not good at, but my perfect day, I just described to you. So sometimes I miss mess up in the morning. Sometimes I'm really good with my cards and sometimes I, I mess up my card and I, you know, this or that, you know, I skip breakfast or sometimes I spend too much time on breakfast and show up late or whatever. This, this, all the mess, all the stuff, all the imperfections that all happens. I am not, you know, without all that stuff, but here's the thing I'm trying. I have a game plan. I have a routine. I have a vision for how I want my day to go. And and I really feel like a routine, whether it's perfect or not, good or bad, a routine, having that intentionality gives us a starting place, an environment where we can outsource our willpower. So we're not spending so much energy making decisions. The decisions are made for us. So I don't have to wonder if I'm going to be, when, at what time I'm going to be at my office. I know I walk into my office at about eight o'clock. Okay, I already know that. That's just my routine. My calendar tells me that. And then as soon as I start my work period, my calendar becomes my boss. Everything that's on the calendar, I've committed to doing. So I, my goal now is I just got to do what my calendar tells me to do. I have to be a good follower of my calendar. So I'm intentional. I run my calendar and then my calendar runs me all day long. Okay, because I can outsource my willpower. And now all I have to do is what's already written out. So I spend a little bit of willpower setting up my day, but then I can go on autopilot. I just have to do what's there. And I don't have to think and wonder and all that stuff. So that works for me. And I just want to challenge you. If you don't have a routine, take a few minutes Figure something out. Just get a starting point. Maybe it's, you know, eating and exercising, a little bit of meditation or something uh, in the morning and you've got a job to go to and you can't control much. That's fine. Just do the best you can. Maybe you can't control everything you do all day long. But where you can control, I'm going to challenge you to be intentional with that time. I'm going to talk in the future about time pockets. This is something I wrote about um, years ago in an article uh, it's still online, but it's, uh, it's, it's about making good use of small pockets of time. And if we can become intentional and you can incorporate that into your routine each day, I think it's a game changer. I think a really powerful concept to change your life. So there you go. That's it for the day. That's all I got for you this week. If you don't have a routine, I'm going to challenge you to take a close look at your life, study, get online, look at some other people's routines. You can take some ideas from mine. There's no right or wrong answers. I think the right answer is having something that you can call your own, something that gives you structure, something that gives you familiarity, 
something that gives you predictability in your business so that you don't have to rely so much every time on yourself using up your willpower, making your decisions over and over and over when you can make them once and be done. And then you can really use that willpower on the stuff that matters. Thanks for listening. I hope you have an amazing week. I hope that this has helped some of you. And I look forward to uh, chatting with you again next week. Take care and never forget your life matters. Mm -hmm.